Yo, yo, it's Mahalia again. Welcome back to my podcast. If you are new here, hello. If you're coming back, I'm impressed. I mean, <laughs> I put one episode out so far and apparently it's a hit with you. So thank you. Um, So I woke up this morning and uh, I'm in mid trimester break for university because, you know, I decided to do that. Anyway, um, and it just kind of hit me. It's Monday morning and I've got this week off of like scheduled things I still got assignments and stuff I want to work on but um yeah I just woke up and I was like what am I gonna do today (laughs) kind of felt a bit Napoleon Dynamite vibes of just like chilling out and to be honest with you I kind of had that inner dialogue going you know it's okay to do nothing in one day and it really is sometimes I think it can be very productive doing nothing because you know you need that time to sometimes just switch off um but at the same time I do enjoy doing at least something productive even if it is just cleaning your bedroom um but I haven't done this podcast in a little while and I thought I may as well do a little episode and then I started just thinking what I could do it on and of course it's sometimes just hard to think of something, so I just thought I'd just begin it. Anyway, I drove back down to my little spot I did my first podcast at. Um, it's this cute little lookout, kind of at a park. So I'm sitting in my car. It's pretty good soundproofing, but if I move, you can pretty much hear everything. Look, ready? And I didn't even move that much then, and you probably heard all of that. Anyway, so I was thinking about what I could do this on, and then I just wanted to do something fun, a little bit random uh so I googled the most asked questions and it came up this weird list from google and they're all stupid questions like what is my ip address what is the time who called me and I obviously cannot really answer those questions for you guys because the answer is google it you know so I then took it up a level and googled most asked existential questions so here we go. <laughs> Wait a second. I've got it up on my phone now. 21 hard questions to ask yourself and to answer honestly. Ooh, here we go. I'm just loading that up now. Number one. Okay, here we go. Do you feel like you've lived this same day many times before? Short answer, no. I do not feel that way. I, I guess the deeper question here is they're asking, do you believe in maybe like reincarnation uh, or do you believe in alternate dimensions all happening happening like simultaneously with slight variations and that there's an interconnection between subconsciousness um, among those planes of uh, whatever you know what I'm saying Um, and to be honest with you I'm very open to the idea of all of those things um, but they're more so uh just questions I'm interested in, not so much a belief system that I've taken on myself. I think that there is too many things that you can actually believe in, and so sometimes it gets a little bit confusing. So I'm not too uh, like hooked on the idea of yeah, multiple lives or reincarnation, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if that much is true. I'm actually watching Avatar, The Last Airbender, and I love it. I used to watch it a little bit as a kid, so not like avidly. If it just came on TV, I'd watch it. But um, And I enjoyed it, but I was never like 
yeah, obsessed. So I picked that up because it's on Netflix and oh my gosh, I love it so much. And I really enjoy actually like the spiritual element of the show, you know, Aang being the avatar and how he is a reincarnation that he comes back um, as different, you know, people each time he dies and they go through the different um, elements. I'm not really explaining this well, but I think it's kind of good. I want to just give you a little taster of it so you can go and watch it yourself because it really is great but then like watching things like that basically it just does make it more like well I mean I guess like it's not that far of a stretch to think that that's something like that could be the truth anyway that answers that first question I think uh which was do you feel like you've lived the same day many times before again I don't really know um okay question two are you living the life of your dreams this one's a big one. I think this one can sometimes um, make people feel really down because it's not, I don't think it often is a question that makes people feel good about themselves or good about their life decisions because I think it's natural as um, human beings to want to be more, to want to grow, to um, yeah, develop your sense of self to develop your character uh, so I don't think you can ever fully live out your dream in the sense of every area of your life I do think that we can achieve um, elements of that or you can achieve smaller dreams that just kind of build up so say for instance you dream to be a um, sellout rapper or whatever and you could achieve that dream but you might not be achieving your dream life because maybe part of your dream life is to be married with children but you're not currently even in a relationship or something so I guess at the end of the day oh sorry I'm just sitting in my car and people are kind of walking by and it's a little bit awkward with my headphones on oh that was loud sorry headphones on chatting about this stuff but we push through um so I guess for me personally am I living the life of my dreams I'm not living my dream but I'm living my journey towards my dreams and I don't feel pressured crazily about that like some days I do have a little bit of moments but overall I feel pretty uh pretty like just okay with where I'm at you know I'm a student with not a lot of money living in a share house which I love like I love my little room as well um but it's not obviously my dream dream, but it's not, it doesn't make me feel like I'm not doing well or that I don't enjoy where I'm at. I really do enjoy where I'm at. And I think that's part of getting to your dreams is just being content where you're at, but still have the passion and drive to go for more. You know what I mean? So basically don't let the drive for your dreams make you hate today and what you have. So I'm just going to move my mic. Hopefully it's not a weird sound. Oh, there you go. So yeah, don't let the dreams that you want in the future um, take away from your day-to-day -day living because otherwise you'll just constantly live with, uh, I want more, I want, want, want more, like so many people do, I think. And that's just uh, not a good headspace to be. And I think, if anything, you're not going to get your dreams that way. You need to be satisfied um, and happy with wherever you're at, knowing that it's part of your journey. So I think it comes back to that whole thing of like mental state and the universe picking up on that. 
if that's your kind of thing. Anyway, question number three. One second, I need to cough. <coughs> Sorry about that. Okay, question three. What would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? This one's a hard one. I think this is, um, fear is so different for everyone. And the fear of failure is also, I think, different for everyone. Like, they just put it out in their fear of failure and you kind of just think it's a one-size-fit-all, but it really is not. And I think I'm not a fearful person all in all, but at the same time, I can definitely have a fear of failure. I think I touched on this one actually in my first podcast where I think subconsciously I, you know, don't fully believe in myself or my abilities or even in my um, level of determination to achieve certain goals in my life that I manage to self-sabotage a little bit or maybe even like talk myself out of things or like make myself lose interest in something Um, because at the end of the day I think deep down I fear failing and that's kind of just sad and when you look at it from outside the box you realise how silly it is because it's kind of, it's kind of like fear of failure is kind of very much linked in with anxiety and anxiety is just fear of something happening and it hasn't even happened yet or you know you're just allowing something that's not even true not even real yet i mean obviously there are some things people are anxious about that can be very real but all in all a lot of anxiety is about things that haven't happened yet and maybe never will so you're just preventing yourself from you know growing and from being um, a better you or even just from actually getting those dreams that you want so basically what would I do if fear was not a factor and I wouldn't oh wait, and you could not fail man I would okay I would do it's hard because I think my dreams and my goals are still developing like I can't tell you oh I want to do this or oh I want to be that all I know is that I want to make a living off of my passions and my dreams and I obviously would go for it then if that was the case if if I didn't fear failure anyway I feel like that answered that question I'm not too sure anyway we'll delve into it later if it ever comes back up again now question number four what were you doing when you felt most passionate and alive Uh, This always ties into my connections with people. If I'm around a really good group of friends that truly and deeply love me and see me and know me and um, I'm able to be my full self without fear of judgment, I am definitely at my best headspace. Like I feel my most passionate and alive and my most um, able to go after what I want to go after because if you fail what you're going for, it doesn't actually feel like it's that big of a hit because you still have your connections. So I guess I could say my when I was most passionate and alive would be, uh, there's been a couple of times in my life where I've just had really good community. Like I spent some time in America um, and I had a friend that was in a, like in a university kind of college housing there and um, she had a spare room or a spare bed, sorry, in her dorm and so I lived with her for two months and 
obviously like living in a dorm room in an American college, you are around people a lot in common rooms and hanging out and going and doing activities, etc. Activities. <laughs> anyway, that's just a funny way to put it. Sorry. Um, that was amazing. That was incredible. Everyone was beautiful and lovely and everyone was from different walks of life and different places in the world and I don't know that was just that was really cool I like that and everyone was kind of working on themselves and doing the best they could with who they were that it just was one of those environments that were just very um what's the word when like you're just in a safe space to just grow and to be the best version of yourself anyway that was amazing I would say that though I wasn't really um uh, going for goals that are, or dreams that were like material, what's the word, like oriented around world stuff like career, etc. It was more of a space where I was passionate and alive and able to go for my dreams of, you know, finding out who I was and identity and things like that. Anyway, that was, that was amazing. That was probably my most alive and passionate time question number five what are you most grateful for I think even though I've never experienced um like a terrible health crisis in my life for me personally I have seen it in other people and I'm even in myself when like I wasn't really working out that often and I wasn't really watching what I was eating like at the end of the day even though I was healthy per se like I didn't have you know a disease or illness I wasn't my best at my best place and I'm and I'm doing really well now with in regards to like health um you know I go on runs quite often and I eat you know really well I like to think so I really value um and I'm most grateful for my health especially because as well to be honest with you actually um I've had a really sensitive gut like for a little while but lately it's just been really intense and um if I eat something that just sets my stomach off I just <laughs> realize how grateful I am for when my stomach is good and when it feels all right like the other day I literally was just lying on the floor in my bedroom in the fetal position because I was just having all these stabbing pains in my gut because I ate something that just was not good for my tummy and it's frustrating I think because it's sometimes food, like maybe it's not something I've had, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like one day I might eat the exact same thing as the next, but the next day it affects my stomach. And that's why I think frustrating as well, because I can't always put a finger on exactly what's setting my my gut off, which is frustrating. But when it is good, I, I'm very grateful for it. And so I guess I'm most grateful for my health. Mm-hmm. All right. Question six. What causes you stress in your life? Hmm, this really varies. It varies from day to day, week to week, month to month, um, situation to situation. It, it really is unique to the situation I'm in in the moment. So, for instance, sometimes I'll be listening. There's this one lecture I have to do this trimester and it's really stressful for me because it's all new information and um, the way that the lecture slides are, they're, they're, well, I guess the word is boring for me. They're very, they're like, 
they just don't catch my attention and um they're very interactive though in the sense of every couple of minutes you have to be on the screen clicking press pause or play or whatever um and but there's no like visuals and then like you just I find myself constantly um zoning out and then I'm like oh, crap and then I have to re-listen to it again like I listened to this one voice clip it was only like two minutes long but I listened to it three times and I can't even tell you what it's about now because it's just exited my brain that's very stressful when I when it's like even if I'm focusing and listening in if I don't find the information um incredibly interesting on a deep level my brain will not hold it my brain goes no this isn't good enough for my (laughs) memory banks like sorry but you don't get to keep this in your brain anyway that's very frustrating especially because for that specific uh subject I have to write weekly little journals that include all of the um content for that week and man I just I struggle I really struggle and it gets me a bit stressed because I really do want to do my best that's another thing that gets me stressed in my life is um always wanting to try my best even if my best is not a lot in that moment and if I know mentally I've done my best then I don't regret the outcome because it's like I knew in that space that was all I could produce produce uh so yeah that's probably what causes me stress I feel like other things in the past that might have caused me stress I've worked through a lot so it really yeah like again it just depends on the circumstance and where I've been like it depends on how much sleep I've had it really it's it's but if it comes down to the fact that it's just normal factors that are causing stress in my life, like a lot of people have stress over schoolwork, I'm pretty blessed. Like, I don't have to worry about, you know, my health or my family's health at the moment. Um, I don't have to worry about anything, like, even financially. I'm not rolling in it, but I can pay my bills, and that's that makes me feel happy, you know. Like, I don't have to worry about anything like that. So I'm I'm very, very lucky when it comes to, I guess, stress levels. Alright, question seven. Am I truly proud of the person that I am? I'm truly proud of the person that I am. Yeah, I am. There's elements that I know need to grow, but I don't have hate towards any of that or like disappointment towards any of that. I just see it as, oh, this is life and you'll work on that. You know, that'll be the next thing that we can become better at, better for. So... I mean, even that is a big thing to say, and I feel proud that I can say that. And I feel like every human being should be able to say that about themselves. Even if, like, maybe uh, 99% of the time they're doing things that, like, they shouldn't be proud of, I think they should still be proud of themselves for recognising that that's something they need to work on. I don't know. Maybe that's too optimistic. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I'm I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Question eight. Are there any toxic relationships in my life that need to be dealt with? Oof, this one's pretty crazy actually because I fi- I'm actually very proud of myself. I've worked through a lot of things lately. Um, I find with toxic relationships with family, it's a lot harder because at the end of the day, I it would have to take a lot for me to cut one of my family members off. I would obviously um, rather have some crazy boundaries before I do any of that. Uh, and I'm very lucky to actually have, like a lot, like at the end of the day, my family, we have, we have issues like every family. 
does, but um, I don't think that anyone is ever like maliciously trying to really tear the other person down. Like, if anything has ever happened that I and I've, that I've been really really hurt about, if I really delve into um, why it happened, the intentions behind it, you can see that it, you know it's the classic adage where hurt people hurt people, and it does help for me to move past those things, to forgive, to um, put my ego aside and, like, without sounding too pompous or whatever, like, see past their, um, see past my hurt and see them for who they are and why they're doing what they're doing um, and for forgiving at that stage. I don't know if that makes sense, but, yeah, so with family, it's harder to do with the whole toxic relationships. With friends, it's different. It's really weird because it's like, depends on the friend. I find often whenever someone's being toxic, it's kind of easy to remove that person in your life in the sense of, oh, sorry, my throat just went weird. Um, with friends, it can sometimes just fizzle out slowly. Like you just stop hanging out as much. Um, things just kind of end, maybe someone moves away and it just, like, you don't have to deal with it per se, but then there are times where, I mean, I feel like I'm fairly unproblematic, so it's very rare that anything, ha like, there's, I don't have enemies in the sense of fights, but I have had instances where I've had to remove people from my life that, um, it wasn't, like, you couldn't just let it fizzle, you couldn't just let it slide into like a acquaintance level oh that was my stomach it didn't it sounded a bit like fart but it was my stomach <laughs> you might not have even heard it and now you're just hearing me like make excuses for some sound you didn't even hear anyway um but yeah I've had to recently it was really really hard because I still love and care for these people in my life but I just it just wasn't working out basically and I and I had to let them know and I out of respect for them I had to let them know the reasons. It was hard but you know, I think we did it respectfully, um, as much as you can. <laughs> you know. Um so ooh, yeah, I dealt with it. I feel pretty proud that I did and I feel like I did it the best way I could. So there's that. Question number nine. Am I too hard on myself or not hard enough? I think the... Oh, I keep, like, feel like I'm, like, what is it called? Blowing my own whistle. <laughs> I don't think that's the saying, but I think you know what I mean when, like... I don't mean to sound this way, but I, I feel like I'm pretty good at picking up when I'm being too hard on myself or when I'm be not being hard enough. I can pick up on it, but then the action after that, maybe I need to work on more. So, like, for instance, this morning I wake up and I'm like, well, what are you going to do today, Mahalia? Like, you got to be more productive. you got to do something. And then I go, well, actually, do I need to? Can I have one day off? Or, yeah, so I pick up that I'm being too hard on myself and I'm like, well, you don't need to do that. But then I, I guess here I am now recording this podcast. That's because I knew I'd enjoy it anyway. And then the other question, am I, do I pick up, uh, am I too, sorry, I'm just going to read it again because my brain stopped for a second. Am I too hard on myself or not hard enough? Hmm. It really, like, it's, it can be very much either way, depending on the day. So, yeah. 
That's a hard one. Both. I can be hard, too hard and I can be not hard enough. But I pick up on it, I think, pretty quickly and I try to resolve it without being, like, dis- too disappointed in myself that it just becomes counterproductive. Anyway, we'll come back to that in the future, perhaps. Question number 10. What worries me the most about my future? Mm, I think connection and people. Because I have these states where uh, I just, I like to be a hermit. I like to be by myself. I like to not really um, feed and not really like develop and grow connections in my life. And I'm very, 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 very blessed to have some very, 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 very good friends that um, don't need me to, like, constantly feed into that relationship. Like, I have a friend that I haven't spoken to probably for three months, um, and I know for a fact that if we happen to be able to call each other together right today, that we'd have a great chat, and it would be, like, not a problem at all. We'd just be, oh, this is what's been happening the past few months, la, 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 and it would just be fine. And it wouldn't be awkward or weird or anything. So I'm lucky to have those relationships. And to be honest with you, they're the kind of people I think I'm drawn to most uh, in a healthy way. Sometimes I worry, I'm like, oh, am I just um, drawn to people that really don't need me? But I think that's kind of a good thing. Like it just shows where they're at as well. Uh, But yeah, part of me does worry that maybe one day I just will lock into hermit mode and not really open myself up because I do believe part of that whole disconnection thing is a a defense mechanism the whole lone wolf identifying as like a very um independent person to a fault actually sometimes so I do worry about that but then at the same time I do trust myself because I've been I've surprised myself in the past where I thought I wouldn't be able to you know, connect with someone on a deeper level or or even like date people or whatever and then all of a sudden I'm just doing it because it's just like yeah, it's 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 interesting. I feel I feel I feel it worries me, but at the same time I trust myself to see where things go. One second, I'm just gonna check how long I've been recording for. Oh my gosh, so long. That's ten questions. Maybe I should end it there. I think I will and um Maybe I'll bring you back another time if this ever takes off. I can, I guess, always bring it back and answer the rest of those questions. But, yeah, uh, if anyone is watching this and they have their own podcast or their own whatever form of media, I would love to hear your answers. Tag me in it. I don't even know how to tag. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can't really because the fact is I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I don't really interact on other um, stuff, so, and Twitter's not really an Australian thing, like, I don't really know anyone that has Twitter, maybe I should get Twitter, and when this starts picking up, we can use that as an interaction point, but, um, yeah, thanks for listening, I ridiculously, loadsly appreciate it, and, yeah, I love you guys, if there is any of you out there, I honestly think it's so funny saying this sometimes, because I don't know, I think I, oh, I looked at my analytics uh, for my first episode, <laughs> which I put up um, almost two weeks ago, and there's been zero plays, but 
That's because I haven't advertised it as well. Anyway, it's kind of just funny saying, like, treating this like, or talking to the podcast like there's people listening when I, when I know for a fact there isn't. Maybe there will be in the future, and that's the beauty of podcasts, is you can travel back through time and listen to podcasts from the past. Anyway, thank you for listening. This has gone way too long. Um, I obviously enjoy talking to myself. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, it's done. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Yes. Ciao.